0: Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your hosts, Don McClain. From Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. I'm Kenny. Hi, Don. Hi.
1: Hi, John. Hello. I got to tell you guys something. I'm coming out. I'm coming clean. I'm Uh-oh. admitting this. Um,. I love giant beavers.
0: Giant beavers. Okay. Because they make the biggest dams.
2: (laughs) Quite an admission.
1: (laughs) I've been waiting for, when did we get that? When did we get that tweet from uh, Panda Dawn? Was that Monday?
0: Oh, yeah, I think so.
1: (laughs) I've been waiting since Monday. Or maybe it was yesterday. I don't know. Just say that.
0: If you don't know, Panda is one of our listeners, uh, and she's great.
1: On my talk. Yeah, Yeah. and evidently the Krabby Show, too, as we call it. Uh, And this is dated, this story is dated August 25th, 2021. It's from our buddy, Mary Devine of the Pioneer Press. A write-in campaign for a prehistoric giant beaver that weighed over 200 pounds has secured a spot on the list of uh, possible candidates for state fossil. Ah. But this is from last fall, and it got a lot of votes. The writing campaign has been so successful that the beaver uh, is now in the lead among the possible state fossil candidates proposed by the Science Museum of Minnesota. Uh, it, date ba- it dates back to 2.58 million years ago.
0: Oof. Wow.
1: Don, I looked this thing up. Eight feet long. 200 pounds.
0: Ooh, I'm starting to get scared because it's in the water.
1: I know. That's the size of a bear.
0: Oh, my gosh. I saw a sturgeon video the other day from the river. Somebody pulled some sturgeon people. They're like, look at this beautiful creature. And it's 10 feet long, and it looks like a freaking Loch Ness monster. It's terrible. (laughs) Terrible.
1: I don't like going into bodies of water uh, that have beaver in them. I don't mind being in a canoe. Because I don't think they're going to do that Jaws thing where they swamp you over and then and try to eat you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like putting hip boots on and walking around where there's beaver, ah, yeah. eh, I, I do it. But um,
0: are you scared? Uh, do they bite?
1: No, they're mostly afraid of you. They'll slap their tail and then uh, swim away. Yes, they're
0: um, very it, dramatic. Yeah, all like oh. the real housewives of the river.
1: <laughs> That's the coolest thing about beavers. If you're in a canoe or something or you're on shore and they don't realize you're there and then they, all of a sudden they see you, they slap their tail and it's really loud.
0: Oh, sure.
1: Yeah. So evidently, the voting ended of October 1st of last fall. And I'm guessing it's going to be made law here shortly, John.
2: Did you find yeah, any... He- I did, not I just saw the vote you talked about in October. So it's a done deal, though. It sounds like it'll it's be done. In, it'll be Do the you state who, fossil. Yeah.
0: Who, who are the what were the competition like? Sorry um, to ask follow up questions. You might not know. I,
2: I can tell you that actually, a bison head fossil that was found. Yeah. A large, a large, long-snouted crocodile relative. No. And no, 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 and a Colombian mammoth. Those would be. Oh, the, uh, that'd be cool. The other oh my
0: God, we're still finding. Fossils like this in Minnesota? Yeah.
2: I guess so. Oh,
0: cool.
1: Um, okay, here's the quiz. State symbols. I had to look oh, it up. This no. is, is going to go on the list. Uh, the first one is the easiest one. State bird. And I'm not recusing you from this, Don. You have to participate. What is Minnesota's state bird?
0: The seagull. It should be. It should be.
1: I'll give you a hint. It is Uh, water-based.
0: Is it a really annoying Canadian goose?
1: No, but it is really annoying. You're getting closer. um,
0: Some kind of waterfowl.
1: You're getting very close now. John, I think you might have it. Uh, Is it some kind of crane? No. No? You hear the call. People no. think it's awesome, but sure. it's real. It's really, really annoying, and the symbol is everywhere. Every gift yeah. shop in Minnesota. Uh,
2: you're getting no. close. A loon. It, it, it... Yeah, when oh, you go to when you go to the yeah you go to the lake you have to hear the loons right Yes I mean that's just the way it works. Oh, okay. And every
1: single lake house and cabin in Minnesota has some sort of loon either <laughs> hanging on the wall or carved out. Well or, they think yep. that
0: they're king then they want to yeah. be here. They're like obviously they worship us so <laughs>
1: okay uh, number two uh, and keep in mind this is the state that started prohibition. Uh, what is the state drink? Milk?
0: Is it really?
2: Mi- I, I was going to say water.
3: But,
0: uh. Oh, I thought you were talking milk. about booze only. Milk. When
3: was the last time any of you had milk? Uh, last week. I I had some with cereal
2: this morning, but I, I never yeah. have had a glass of milk in my life. I hate it. I'll drink uh, the occasional <laughs> glass
1: of uh, milk, or as the dude called it, uh, I'll have a Caucasian. <laughs> Caucasian.
0: <laughs> uh, I have. Don't don't make fun of me, but I've started drinking cashew milk. Oh,
1: yeah. How am I not supposed to make fun of that? Okay,
0: it's 25 Man. calories a cup and it doesn't have any sugar in it. That's why I'm drinking yeah. it.
1: So you milk a peanut?
0: Milk a cashew or a cashew. I, sometimes I, I put all the cashew. emphasis. I'm from the south, so I put the emphasis on the front of the word, and I get made fun of. So, is it cashew up here? or I am i Minnesotan, true? but I still used to live somewhere else. So is that
2: like me. is that like insurance? In- insurance? Insurance.
0: I do say insurance. Okay. And I do, my boyfriend goes insurance Taco Bell insurance Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> uh no. state fish ooh really
0: a pike
3: is that, is that walleye uh, yeah ross got it walleye,
0: walleye no. okay
3: but don you're right it should be the pike mm. it should mm. be the northern yeah. rest in peace minnesota fighting pike arena football
1: <laughs> okay thanks for that uh state flag <laughs> oh we already have a state there's state no way flag. to the state yeah flag we can't identify right as is the state seal uh, the state song, Hail Minnesota. Oh, here's a good one. What is the state fruit? And no jokes here. Mm. Apple. Honeycrisp apple. Very good, John. Thank you. Uh, the state.
0: probably made at the University of Minnesota, I'm assuming. It, yeah, okay. it was. Yeah, yeah. they're big yeah. apple producers. Have you had one? Oh, I love them. Oh, they're, they're so yeah. much better than I, I used to else. just eat Fuji apples, but I actually ate a Honeycrisp apple for the first time because I was so stuck on Fuji's. I tried one the other day, and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay, I have to admit, this is yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It's just it's consistently amazing. good.
1: Yeah. Um, I killed my uh, Honeycrisp apple tree, by the way. I've got to plant a new one.
0: Out of spite or what? <laughs> <laughs> You (laughs) some bitch. Yeah, cut you down. Uh,
1: The state butterfly,
0: monarch. Monarch,
1: very good. State flower, daisy. No, Uh, and I had we had some of these growing wild in our woods. Thistle. The uh, it should be. You're right. Those are horrible. The pink lady's slipper.
0: Oh, I think I knew that. Sounds like a strip club.
1: It does. Uh, yeah, and that's one of those clubs in St. Paul that has plexiglass dividing the audience and <laughs> <the> stage.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, the, the state
1: gemstone, and this is so lame.
0: Um, is what? it one of those um, one of those ones that everybody likes and hunts for?
1: Yeah. What is Agates. it called? Agate. Agate. Yeah.
0: Agates. I was like, "What the hell is an agate?" What? And then is I the went a... to the agate museum, and
1: were you duly but, impressed?
0: <laughs> I thought I don't care about it. exactly <laughs> exactly. Oh and terrible. here's the
1: thing with agate hunters they they all have these wild, big dreams and notions about what they're going to do with their agates,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they all end up floating around in their car until they trade in their car and then they throw them away.
0: <laughs> I, really, I every body of water I've been to, I pick up some rocks. I yeah. know that's so weird, but the most interesting ones that I have are from Lake Superior. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, You
0: get like obsidian and all kinds of great stuff.
1: You know what people hunt, actually? They hunt glass. Glass that's been tumbling around Mm, out in the water, and it gets kind of um, smooth and polished. Right. And people have big collections of those. Oh. Uh, The state grain. Grain? Wheat? It should be. You're right. It's wild rice.
2: Oh. Wild rice.
1: Love wild rice. Uh, And finally, uh, the state muffin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah who knew and no naming names here oh there's, um, <laughs> there's a whole muffin
0: top whenever my pants don't fit <laughs> blueberry
3: ah blueberry. that was too blueberry. easy cheer the one about the talking muffin in the oven oh,
0: No, no <sighs> bros what, what about it, it?
3: Yeah, i i swear you oh, i thought we've talked about this so there's two muffins in an oven <laughs> one says oh it's hot in here the other one says ah oh, talking muffin <laughs> oh
1: oh my He gives himself the, the he has controls rolls. over exactly. the sound effects. Clearly. Uh, I have a question. question for you, Ross uh, How bad does uh, Don's st- uh, feet stink right now? Smell
0: feet. Feet. you smell her feet? How know, dare it, you!
3: It smells in here, and I—it I, could possibly be Dawn's feet. How dare you! <laughs> it smells like burnt toast in the in the podcast. Are you having, you having a stroke? Yeah, we got a stroke, Ross. Because that's
0: that's a sign of a stroke.
3: Is that the sign of a stroke? It is legitimately, <laughs> yes. right, guys? Why yeah. are we all
1: laughing? Ross is yeah, having good a stroke, point. and good we're point. all laughing.
0: Oh. What
3: about feeling warm? It it feels about 108 degrees in the studio today, and all the heat's turned down.
0: Well, take your sweatshirt off. Yeah, I was going to point that out. You have a T-shirt on under it?
1: <laughs>
3: Nobody wants that.
0: Okay.
1: When I was a third grader, my babysitter, um, and I think her name was Deanne Garfinkel, she had the worst-smelling feet I have ever smelled, oh. and I have never smelled feet worse than hers since, and I'm now, you know somewhere in my 50s i don't remember how old i am um but i have never forgotten that smell and as soon as she would come over she would take her her shoes off yeah and her feet just stunk to high heaven yeah. <sighs> and we all know that women's feet stink more than men's
0: it's not true i have a story
1: um did you did you print this john or am i reading this or do you have it, Don? You have I think we all, we all have it, I think. Yeah, do, yeah you do it, Don.
0: Okay, so Procter & Gamble is in trouble in China because they ran an ad on social media purely to sell um, some type of uh, a product for cleaning your feet to women. Yeah. And they said that um, women's feet smell five times worse than men's. That's true. Not based in any fact. Well, uh, they were m- Chinese women were mad, of course. Um, Who are you are to studies, doubt Procter and Gamble? The st- there have been studies done, published in the National Library of Medicine, found that women's feet in general boasted a higher biodiversity of <laughs> cultured bacterial species. <laughs>
1: splooge
0: 17 individual species than men who had 14 individual species however yeah yeah they deemed the findings not findings not statistically not statistically (laughs) significant try to say that five times fast with regard to cleanliness so it's not significant
1: here's the deal with you women you walk around not wearing socks all the time. Are you, always,
0: I always and, have socks on.
1: And it's a swamp in your shoes. How how can you stand? It's all squishy. Oh my god! I can, Who I, can are you? He, I can hear the squishing as you're walking down the hallway. <laughs> oh, oh my god!
0: You mean someone is wearing shoes without socks?
1: Yes. That you know? Oh, lots of yeah. Uh, me too. Oh yeah. no, I'm no, gonna, no no no! I'm going to say ninety nine
3: percent of women.
0: <laughs> right, well, in the summertime, we're According not going to wear. According to Procter
3: I mean, and Gamble, it's ninety-nine percent of women.
0: If you're wearing sandals or something or high heels, you're not going to wear socks with those. That's just so, you don't.
3: And there's the foot sweat, and then
1: now you're stinking up the whole room or the whole office, whatever. Yeah,
0: I throw them away if they get stinky. One you're, time, you, I tried to freeze my shoes because I heard that kills bacteria. How'd that go? Mm, didn't work.
3: It's the op- I've been told the opposite at least really? to get rid of the smell as you set them outside in the baking sun and the heat.
0: Oh yeah, I was gonna bring
3: oh. that up. so I've been told the opposite. Okay. Just, uh, I just use foot powder.
0: Yeah, foot powder. Yeah <laughs> yeah, exactly. but uh, what's her name again, please? I can't get over the name of your babysitter.
1: I think I think if I remember right, it was Deanne Garfinkel.
0: Deanne Garfinkel. what was her lifestyle? Was she an um, athlete? A-
1: she was a teenager. I don't know. I was like She's... 10.
0: Was she a cheerleader? Was she wearing, like, was she doing activity that was sweat-inducing?
1: <laughs> no, I think it was just natural stink.
0: Okay, she stunk, and she probably didn't change her socks enough. Yeah. Right. And then you're, like, just creating a nightmare.
1: And she had a sister that I was so in love with. It was the first older woman I've ever fallen uh, in love with.
0: What was her name?
1: I think it was Denise. Denise, or I'm afraid to say it might have been Dawn. It was a D name. I Don think it was Denise
0: Finkelstein. What was it? Garfinkel. Gar- Gar- Garfinkel. Gar- Gar- Don Garfinkel.
1: Or Ar- Finkelstein. Finkel something.
0: No, that's what you said at first was Garfinkel. Yeah,
1: Garfinkel. That's. I think that's what it was.
3: Uh, Kenny, could she have possibly moved out
0: east? Oh my god, he's looked her up. Oh, Are you spying no. on her?
3: See if she once lived in um prior lake, Minnesota. Okay, well this is I found a d De- this is from LinkedIn. I found a Deanna Garfinkel. <laughs> okay. She lists her jobs as family assistant, What's professional that? nanny. Huh. I mean, does
0: she live here? And we're talking about her.
3: Is there anything about her feet? <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. I apologize if you're listening. I know. I have, I, Dawn, I can't answer now that, I and have I was to apologize. I was
1: really wary of bringing her up, um, but mm-hmm. I, I still distinctly, all these years later, remember her stinky feet <laughs> and her hot sister, who I was so in love with.
3: Tell me that, more about uh, her sister. That's an
2: odor though that never goes away.
3: No, ever.
2: When I when I was a kid, she probably has foot I used fungus
3: to,
1: too.
2: I used to play outside. 12 hours a day and change socks about once every five days <gasps> oh yeah. and I can, I can remember how bad my feet this is when I was seven eight nine years old yeah how bad my feet smelled until I figured out what was going on and it, it's an odor I can still smell
0: yeah D- yeah um, if you have like fungus on your toes like athlete's foot or something that really gets the stink going
1: I don't have any of that but my feet sweat really bad so much so that they yeah. get really cold in the winter yeah Um, and like, say when I go deer hunting and I have to spend the whole day sitting in a tree stand, um, what I'll do is I'll wear one pair of socks out there as I walk out to the woods. And when I get there, I take those socks off, put them in a Ziploc and put on a dry pair of socks. (gasps) Wow.
0: This is great. This is great hygiene. I love it. Oh, it's not
1: hygiene. It's cold feet. I hate getting cold feet.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the best socks that I have found because Minnesota is cold are called farm to feet. Really? Yeah, you can look them up online. Um, They're great, and we fight over them at home. I call them farm to table. (laughs) Just because it's. I'm like, give me those farm to tables. I'm so cold.
1: You ever know? Sometimes
0: I'll wear two pairs of socks.
1: Oh, yeah, in the winter. Absolutely. Uh, Have you ever known anybody with a foot fetish that likes sucking on your toes?
2: Yikes.
0: Hmm. Um, I've talked to somebody that has one, but I've, yes, so briefly, yeah.
1: Yeah, I've, I've never actually met anybody, but I've seen the videos and I don't, I don't get what it does for you. I don't understand that.
0: Well, here's the science behind that. Yeah. In your brain. Yeah. The, your brain is separated into like, you know, sensation, like they know exactly where Feet are and it's right next to genitals in your head really as sensations wow. and so it gets crossed they get confused it's a brain issue oh if that makes it better for people oh. to understand that's Very real i didn't make that up
1: Speaking of brains, can I change the subject just just for a second? Oh, please! And, and, and I want to bring it up with you specifically because it was a dream I had this morning. Um, we were the four of us were in an SUV driving to a concert. The um, four of
0: us. Like, Joe,
1: no, Joe Suchere oh. was behind the wheel.
0: Ah, I'm not in there, am I? No, <laughs> thank Chris, God.
1: Chris <laughs> Reavers was in the passenger front seat.
0: Huh.
1: I was sitting behind Joe. John, you were sitting behind Reavers, and Matthew, rookie, was sitting in the far back, bouncing around. Okay,
2: of course he was. We're
1: driving down the freeway. Next thing I know, and what do, I want to know what this means? Dawn. I
0: know. I'm thinking about it.
1: All of a sudden, Joe was not in the front seat; he was in the back with rookie. The car was still driving. Yeah. But, but nobody was behind the wheel. Uh huh. And we were trying We were yelling at Reavers to take over. But I don't know if he was drinking beer, he was doing something else, he wouldn't drive. What does that mean?
0: Okay, so all of those people are you. Me? Different parts of yourself. Really? Yes. The dream is always about the dreamer. So anybody in your dream is a, is a portion of yourself. Since they're all male, this is your conscious life. Your conscious experiences, it's not your subconscious. Yeah. So you have to look at each person in the car. First of all, make a list of three qualities. It can be good or bad. You don't have to tell us that they each have. And a car is your body. So you're dreaming about your body, yeah. first of all. At some point yesterday or the day before you had this dream, the part of you that you feel like is mo- most like Joe had taken over here. Oh, God. Okay. And so, not taking over your body like I'm possessed by Joe. I'm saying you're dreaming about your physical body and what is going on with it. If you were, and at some point, you felt like uh, you were not in control. You're not driving, first of all, which is a. Well, just think about that. Yeah, you don't feel like you're in control of your body. Maybe you have heartburn. It could be something as simple as that, you know. Oh, and then oh. you're basically saying, "I'm out. I cannot control my body. I'm not driving the car." That's and then I'm begging Reavers, who I'm sure your qualities about him are not positive.
1: You're correct about that. <laughs> so
0: you're even asking that part of yourself to take over. But he won't, and rookie, God, of course he's in the backseat. I mean, he's, and then Joe goes back there with him. No one's in control. Right. And there's part of you that's like, somebody get control of this body of mine. You're asking all those parts of yourself. I don't care if it's even, you know, Reavers, the inner Reavers. Crazy. Did you have some problems, health issues?
1: i did and i'll talk you cut to you your a, leg off for a, and then I, when i finally right before i woke up we had made it to a concert and oh, uh the
0: concert
1: they were out uh, watching the concert but i was backstage and uh i was hanging out with taylor swift oh, of God. all people oh, who was being really cool and nothing like the person i imagined she is
0: uh-huh. she
1: wasn't being a self-absorbed pain in the ass mm-hmm. uh, she was just being really cool. And I was smoking a cigar and some bouncer came along and made me put the cigar out. And then I woke up.
0: Okay. So now we're going after the body to a place. Go ahead. What?
1: The part about my body yesterday and John, I think you might remember this after the show, Sushare offered me a hundred dollars to cut off my beard. And I said, no, (gasps) but I'll, I'll do it for 200. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. So you feel like you kind of sold out.
1: Is that? Do you think that's what it was?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. even by saying that, that, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. No, of don't course I'm not going to. Yeah, but the inner part of you that was prop, I don't know, how do you feel about Joe? <laughs> yeah, you know. You know, well, whatever. Yeah. 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 But he has certain qualities, yeah. good or bad, whatever. Yeah. So that person kind of took over. It's probably ego versus ego within yourself. And then when you get to the, let's, okay, so you move on from the body stuff, then you get to the concert. That's a place where, within yourself, where you you got past that and you're like, I just want to find some harmony within myself. And then you were trying to chill out and zone out. And so you had to come together with the Taylor Swift part of you, which is your subconscious mind since she's a woman. So you just had a situation where you're like, all right, the Taylor Swift in me is not too bad. I'd rather hang out with her. I
1: was a, I was astonished that she was so cool, Don.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and so you recognize that your subconscious mind is pretty cool, and you were astonished by that because maybe you calmed yourself down from some something.
2: Uh, wow! Thank God! Thank God! I wasn't involved in any of
1: this. Yeah, but you just were sitting kind of the just car, there, just in yeah, the car, because that's you know. <laughs> See, I thought for sure it had something to do with our Monday GL show, which was the biggest oh, disaster we've yikes. ever done. Um, it was yeah. eight, it was eighteen minutes. It was a just a. One hundred percent disaster, and I thought, well, this has to do with that.
3: Yeah, and Kenny, I I hate to say this to you, but we're actually going to have to start over. I forgot to hit record on this <laughs> podcast. No, I know. Uh, I, don't
0: very you, <laughs> I don't believe
1: you. I don't believe you. Very gullible. Okay, before we move do, on, I, uh, go ahead, John.
0: What I was just going
2: to say, Don, do you do this with dreams all the time? Seriously, a serious question. Uh, because yeah, I have I, really weird
0: dreams. Okay, so the I, you might, yeah. Uh, I went to the School of Metaphysics for two years and took classes on dream interpretation and how to meditate and just really loved it. It was like, man, it just really taught me that, like, um, you are in control of your life. You're not a victim of life. You're participating. And that's Uh a really big relief
2: Uh, to be like, oh, uh, I can control uh, my life. I have to set up a session with you at some point. Yeah. That's a very I just bizarre nonstop dreams.
0: That's oh, a yeah. very
1: stoic thing to say, Don. That That's uh, amazing what you just said.
0: Because, yeah, if you go around feeling like you're a victim of everything, you've got mm-hmm. to realize that you're not and you can take control. Everything's a lesson. That sounds very woo-woo, I know, but like... You're in control, you can change things, and if you get to a point in your dreams where you're like, oh, I'm not holding a gun, this is a parakeet, boom, and you change it, you're doing that in your life. You'll start to do it in your dreams, where you're like, I don't want to be in the mud, I want to fly. (laughs) Wow.
1: Oh, Lord. What do sex dreams mean?
0: Uh, It means that you have to take the qualities of the person, and you are, uh, sex is... Trying to formulate a new idea, so it's a part of you that's coming up with something, and you have to use both your subconscious and conscious mind to, like, the soul part of you wants you to do something. You recognize that, and you go, "I'm going to turn this into action." You haven't done it yet, but you've got some good ideas cooking.
2: I, I have one too. Then, if I can ask, sure. as long as we're doing this, <laughs> I all, I a lot, ninety percent of my dreams have. People from different times in my life Uh in the same place. Yeah. And half of those people shouldn't be in, say, the house I grew Mm -hmm. up in or the office where I worked, but they are and we're all just interacting. Yeah. And it makes it makes no sense time time frame wise or where we're at or anything. Ninety percent of my dreams.
0: Ninety percent. Okay. So yeah, yeah, these are all different parts of yourself. So you have to think about each person and what qualities they have. So huh. every, like I said, the dream is always about the dreamer. It's not yep. about other people. Because your soul doesn't give a crap about other people, really. Okay. It just cares about you and your journey. Those yeah. those other things are just, you know.
1: I just True. got a text. Somebody must be listening in the building there.
0: What? How I does, just, that doesn't happen. Please. I just <laughs> got a
1: text from somebody in the building, and I'm supposed to ask you. What? What about sex dreams where I'm performing um you
0: are uh, making this up right now
1: i'm performing a sex act on myself what does that mean and i'm not going to use his name does that is that a legitimate question
0: is it the guy that was just in here
1: no Okay. Uh, no it's not an engineer i don't
0: want to think about that please you probably don't know i don't
1: know how they're listening but um what does that does that mean anything
0: you're performing an act on yourself well, it's not going it's like you're doing something that isn't going to it's kind of like you're probably distracted by something that you think is going to produce a goal. It's going you have a goal in mind, but you're doing things that are BS that aren't going to get you to the goal because you're not using all parts of yourself to create it. You know, it's kind of like The only thing I can think of is when I was a salesperson, I spent a lot of time in radio sales researching things. Yeah. And instead of getting out there and actually talking to people because it scared me. So I thought I was really doing well. Like I need to know everything about Ford trucks so that when I go into that dealership and try to sell this guy on advertising, like you don't need to do that. That's a waste of time. Yeah. You need to learn how to kiss someone's ass (laughs) or no (laughs) you need to learn how to um a bunch of other things it's complicated sales is complicated it's very difficult and i commend anybody who has to do that
1: John, working with Dawn for as long as I had the, the urge to go to her every single day with a new dream. It's, it's, it's very well, strange. That would be very tough, yeah. You really have to control yourself around her because she, she's got an answer for everything. And <laughs> yeah. she's got a book. Didn't we? You used to do a bit.
0: Yeah, we um, used to do a bit called Dreamweaver Dawn. Right,
1: right. Yep. And and listeners would call up and she'd... It's like the Sally Jesse Raphael radio show. She <laughs> she talk them off a ledge. It was
0: awesome. Oh, no, yeah, people are um, tortured by their dreams. People like don't make moves in their life because they feel like I can't get on a plane because I had a dream that a, wow. the plane's going to crash, or I, I, you know, or oh my gosh, I dreamt about having sex with my boss, so now i feel weird at work and i have to quit my job or i don't know all kinds of crazy things that you shouldn't huh. be taking that seriously
2: any more questions john i i don't have any uh, more dream questions because this could take 3 hours so we'll, yeah. just, we'll just stop there all right. okay.
1: before we move on <laughs> i just wanted to mention one more thing about this stinky feet story sure um and uh i have a copy of the story you were reading other dubious declarations included claims that women's chest areas smell worse than men's, <laughs> that that their hair is twice as dirty due to less frequent washing, oh. and that their underwear is grubbier
3: on <laughs> average. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> this is... John, how about grubby undies for a rock band?
0: That's not bad. (laughs) That's good. I like it. And then
1: the final line of
0: the story. Grubby panties. I hate that word. (laughs) Underpants. Underpants. Uh, (laughs) Britches.
1: Uh, And then the last line of the story is what really got me, and they really leave us hanging here. In a similar uh, misogynist advertising incident in November, South Korea's largest dairy purveyor... Came under fire over a commercial that depicted women as
2: cows.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not a good idea. Well, <laughs> was it funny though? Because I might want to see that.
2: Yeah, one one more footnote, if I can. I'm looking at, at these at these farm to feed socks. They look great. They're awesome. I'm not, I'm not doing they can an ad here. I'm our just showing. Yeah, they're wonderful.
0: Oh my there. gosh, they're so warm. If your feet are ice cold, yeah, and you put those they on within 20 minutes they're i don't know what they're made of but they're i've even looked
2: comfy as hell
1: i've even wore uh sweat wicking socks that are supposed to wick the sweat away and put it on the next layer all right we teased to this story uh Last week, and uh, for the last week, all I've been thinking is, Mama had a baby and her eyes popped out.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy cow.
1: Did one of you print this, or do uh, I just I did have... not print I, it, but I, I read do, it. I do
2: have it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, John. A stay-at-home mom from Indiana has opened up about suffering a rare side effect while giving birth, telling of how her eyeball actually popped out of her head while she was pushing <laughs> after going... <laughs> After going into labor with their daughter, Phoebe Bell, 23 year old Bethany Collins was given Pitocin, a synthetic hormone that helps stimulate a woman's uterus muscles and causes contractions. Pitocin? So it speeds things up. Is Pitocin, thank yeah, you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, we don't know. However, we don't know, yeah. My <laughs>
0: sisters are baby nurses, or they were, so that's why I know that.
2: Uh, Despite all this, Bethany's cervix still wasn't opening. She was experiencing severe contractions, and given that her baby's heart rate was dropping, she opted for an epidural. After pushing as hard as she could to deliver her daughter, she felt an intense pressure in her left eye and realized something was not right. Hmm. Bethany said, and this is a quote, I heard a pop,
0: oh, and I asked,
2: I asked the doctor, is my eyeball still in my head? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> she says the doc said yes it was but she said she opened her eyes and everything was blurry she said i felt so much pressure in my left eye but i pushed again for a third time and the baby came out
0: i mean they, maybe she saw the doctors <laughs> and nurses backing away in the room going oh, go ahead get, you do it get it
2: get to it, worse it, she, it. she became a freak show Yeah, Uh, she said right after the baby was born, she asked her husband, is my eyeball really in my head? And and her husband very helpfully said, well, it's poking out a little more than the other one, but it wasn't too bad.
0: (laughs) Not true. Thank you for being gentle with that. After 10 minutes had passed,
2: Bethany's eye began poking out even further with the situation continuing to get worse overnight. As he was stitching her up, the doctor remarked he'd never seen such a thing happen before and decided to call an optometrist to take a look. At her eye. Uh, Bethany said, I told him I wasn't in any pain, but he just continued looking at my eye. Oh, my God. How'd you like to be laying
0: there? (laughs) Oh, my God. I just have questions about, so she's at the point of pushing, but you gave her an epidural? Nope. Nope.
1: Because the, the heart rate was point. dropping, evidently. Then the you baby, should have done yeah. a
0: C-section. I mean, what is going on here with the Indiana doctors? There's a point where you don't give someone an epidural. They, they say, like, if someone goes, okay, now I want an epidural, they will go, sorry, too late. You know what I mean? Because it relaxes yep. everything and you're not in pain, but you can't push. Like you can push, but you don't feel if you're pushing or not. Right. You know, yeah. like you're, you're like, am I doing it? <laughs> and I know that there's a big point where it's like people want to do natural, and then they go, I've changed my mind, and they right. go, too late. <laughs>
1: Yeah, too you're late. Doing it. Uh, you're so pushing. I just, I'm
0: just sorry. I shouldn't have focused on that I, part of the story, but
1: I can tell you from experience that they do not give the husbands epidurals.
0: I, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. No I tried.
2: I tried. Uh, Bethany. It got even worse because she said the whole unit came over and started staring at her face.
0: Oh well, somebody do something.
2: <laughs> well, she said a nurse helped out. Uh, she said uh, she wanted to make a patch. The nurse. She got a pack of nipple covers and used them to cover uh,
1: Bethany's. You are
0: lying. About the is nipple that, covers. Is, is that the That's things that the,
2: the
1: strippers wear with the tassel on them? A pasty? <laughs> yes.
0: Isn't that what that is? What's a
1: nipple
3: cover? Uh,
0: maybe for nursing mothers, they put it in oh, their bra oh, to, or something. To
3: soak up the... I don't know. Okay. I'm just guessing. Yeah. But Okay. I do know them. My hunch wearing. is that Nick from Ottertail County might have been moonlighting in that <laughs> hospital. <laughs> That's why I thought this was all a setup
0: for me. Again! To be
3: pranked. Uh, again. <laughs> the next day, uh, she did
2: go see an optometrist. Uh, the... the he, he, did, he said he'd never seen anything like this. Uh, ultimately, she said the final verdict was that there was just a lot of pressure from the force of the push. So he said, wait and see if it would go back. Oh, At the two-week At <laughs> the two-week mark, I noticed some improvements. It looked like I had a black eye. It was protruding and bruised.
0: And... However yes really lower than the other one because we've seen pictures
2: yeah yeah uh it did go back to normal though she said it took a couple of weeks uh six weeks actually for the eye to flush back into her face and even out with the other eye Uh, she said though for those six weeks quote i really thought i was doomed but she says things are great now she has two normal eyeballs and a beautiful two month old baby girl with normal eyeballs Yes, baby girl's normal eyeballs. Oh okay,
1: gosh. All right, we've had some fun here. Um, but now um, I feel that we need to get a little serious. I, I don't think oh. we've ever gotten serious on this show before.
0: Oh, what are you talking about? I don't want to. <laughs> um, well,
1: unfortunately, <laughs> McLean, it's about you.
0: Oh, yeah, you oh. said... Um, and
1: it, this is basically... I don't know if you've had one before. If you have, you're going to have another one right here and now. This is an intervention. Um, <laughs> you are... Your behavior, um, not so much in the past but in the future, could really affect us in a negative way. And I feel it's uh, my duty and our duty as friends of yours to uh, put our foot down. We are no longer going to allow you to skydive ever again. Okay. It's. You it cannot... has to
0: do with the video, I have a lot of things to say about that. I'm not that kind of skydiver.
1: A skydive video is was being passed around last week, and if you look closely, it's actually dated from a year or two ago, if I remember right, where a bunch of knuckleheads are jumping out of a plane, um, and one of them somehow gets clocked in the head, and even though he's wearing a helmet, the guy gets knocked out, and he's free-falling unconscious and the guy that has the camera i think it's probably mounted on his helmet yeah makes his way over to this guy and the guy is tumbling and twirling and doing somersaulting he gets control of the guy and you can see the guy's head back and his eyes closed and he pulls his ripcord and uh, and that's where the video ends i'm assuming he landed with maybe a broken leg maybe not but he lived And I I just saw this, and I decided, um, as long as I know Don McLean, I I am not allowing her to skydive ever again. (laughs) What say you?
0: Um, Well, I am just really judging these jumpers. Okay, if you watch the video, I was trained by a military paratrooper who trains military, and he was like, "Call us warriors." (laughs) Like he'd be like, "Warriors." You know, I mean, we were obsessive about checking our gear, about the way we did a skydive. I mean, I was trained extremely well, and um, th- everything is wrong about this video. Well, it was starting where? Okay, but well, first of all, when they're in the door, I was like, oh, I think there's a way you can jump. There's ways that you can jump out, and they teach you in advanced free fall classes, um, uh, non-traditional exit And it would be like, it's called bombing the door. So you're in the door and you're hanging there. And then you, like Superman, go towards the tail and just go, boom. It's really fun. But the point is, is that you might have to have an exit out of the plane that isn't normal. And it's a challenge to right yourself, which would be your body is in an X position and you're arching your back like crazy. Okay. And you cannot have your feet slightly off. None of these guys... Are like it's like three people just jumped out of a plane who have no training at all. I can't believe these skydivers are not training this guy to properly right himself. Did they it's, go out
1: backwards, Don?
0: They did, but like... what Is that correct? They needed to go actually b- upside down, and they oh. just kind of jumped out. I'm like, what are they doing? That door is not big enough for three of them to be standing there to do that. I hope they have like a... Well, they should, like, have a strut that's out to the side. You climb out on the strut under the wing, and then you go one, two, three, boom, and backwards. Nobody can see me right now, but you go backwards out of the plane, and you tumble over, and then you're in an X, and you are in that X. I think they were trying to hold on to him because they were... It's like, why are you, maybe he was just curling up in a ball. I'm just judging that they let go of him. And then he, I don't know when he blacked out, but they were all Mm -hmm. wonky. None of them were flying right.
2: So I'm uh, just like,
0: whoa, whoa, whoa. This is all wrong.
2: The guy who uh, gets, he gets knocked out by one of the other guys. They run into each other. Boom, head to head.
0: I see that. Oh,
1: it's head to head.
0: I see that, but also there's a lot of things that happened before that that are just super wrong. I don't know why they're not with him, because those Jump Masters should be good enough to where they are with you. If you start tumbling away, they know how to take their hands down and fly like Superman to you, which is what the videographer did.
2: Yeah, that's what it looked like the guy so was you can see buddy. what his body buddy. is
0: doing, but it's the coolest thing you'll ever see if you're skydiving. Like I would do I had had to, had to do a series of moves to pass tests. Like I have to do a barrel roll, back, forward, to the side, turn 360 degrees, turn another three I mean, it's complicated when you get high up in those levels of testing. Yeah. And then you see your because they're watching you they're like flying next to you and they can circle around and see you do this stuff they're they are testing you and wow. then they tell mm-hmm. you to pull your parachute, which is this motion. will you look at your alt- altimeter every couple of seconds. then they fly away from you and they put how you do that is that you put your arms down to the side and it makes you just like a rocket go forward like it's really oh. fun and cool but
1: amazing cool. but b-
0: beside all of that, um, I just don't know why their form is so bad and how they're not with him, and he's just floating around in the space.
2: Yeah, I, I hate to – it's not funny, but when you look at his body, it reminds me of Bubbles on uh, trailer park boards because yeah. he's got this thing.
1: Arms straight, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> yeah, I just I – just, There's our reference. I feel
0: life. like he passed out way yeah, before that. Yeah? Like, yeah, because yeah. he starts yep. tumbling far away, and they're – they're all far away. Like, what? Are we, why did you let him go? So, like, you let him go, but then, I don't know. You're not with him. Like, what's the point of this? It's so weird. And then, um, also, just I know it says that the videographer saved him. Yeah. But we all have reserve parachutes that will automatically deploy at like 750 feet or 600 feet. Oh. I can't remember what oh, we have. It and really? it is checked. So obsessively, before you get up in the air, that it is right. It's green. I think it's called a cypress. And if you're passed out, it will deploy, and then at least you won't pass away. You'll just probably break your leg. If you are passed out and land on the ground, you'll probably break your leg. Yeah, 650
1: feet. That's not very far when when you're plummeting to Earth. I would want it to be a couple of thousand.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So
1: let me ask you a dumb question and this is going to sound like when you said uh, there should be uh, regulations on when when you can walk out on the ice, which I thought was just hysterical. Oh yeah. Aren't there <laughs> there should be regulations that oversee these jump schools?
0: Well, yeah, you have to research that. It's like if they are AFF certified, that's what you want to look for if they are teaching that. If you want to like I as a skydiver was most interested in doing gymnastics and tricks and the free fall part of it. Flying really? my parachute is the mm. last that I'm like, okay, well, it, the fun's over and now I got to get down. <laughs> huh? And so that's fine. I, but like, it's all about for me, like doing formations with people and being able to do all of this stuff in the air. Yeah. That was the fun part, part. <laughs> fun part for me. But um, so yeah, I I probably sound like a know-it-all. And just well, that's awful, why I brought it up. Because I, I just I feel like I was that. trained really well. I know I was because he was a military jumper. Then you have static line jumpers, which are military jumpers, and they are on. They don't deploy their parachute. It does it for them when they jump out because it's right. literally on a line. Right. And yeah, they we jump see those, way lower.
1: We see them like in World War II films. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah. So this is like acrobatic stuff that I do.
1: Have you ever had a notion, and I forget what it's called, to jump off a tall building? Uh, What is that called?
0: Oh, you mean those wingsuits?
1: No, um, they they basically throw themselves off a building. Base jumpers? Yeah, base jumpers.
0: jumpers. No, absolutely not. Most skydivers would say I would never do that. Really? Because those people are crazy. Yeah. No, seriously. It's like skydivers I know are so safe like they follow all the rules there are protocols you should see us before we go up in that airplane we're all we have our packs on and we're obsessively doing three motions we're going like this this and down by our ripcord we're checking to see if we're and it's like you just do it constantly you tug on it because we're so paranoid it's like obsessive compulsive behavior we're all doing that and then we're all looking it's like Check up like here. you're checking
1: backs. Uh, you, you need straps. to make
0: sure that you're strapped in. It's yeah. you're all strapped in, but you want to make sure that your pack is on correctly. So there's yeah. a, something up here to your yeah. left shoulder, your right shoulder, and then down where you pull your parachute, which is over to the right side by your back, by your butt. Done. And other people are going around looking at your reserve parachute yeah. because it'll say that the last time it's been checked and repacked. There's a number on it, and whether or not it's, you know, says it's good, and they we all look at each other's constantly. It's like,
1: okay, um, John, it seems like she has
2: her ass together. I think so.
1: Yeah. More
0: people She's... die from chewing on ballpoint pens a year than skydiving.
1: Oh, you just hit a nerve with John Heights. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, John, because tell her because more people chew know. on
0: pens, and you can't, you cannot. I know you cannot ever. Get a control on that to see how many I have, people well, are chewing on I've pens. I've the, never the pro- met
2: a person who chews on pens more
0: than mm-hmm. John Hyde. Oh, but
1: here's
2: okay. Here's my problem, though. I never let people touch my pens. When I was in the office, it would drive me nuts if somebody grabbed my pen. I'd say, well, that's yours now. I chew on them, and I don't want to chew on it after you've touched it.
0: Okay. So, yeah, they never, they, ever. The cap. They choke on the cap. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho...
1: I'm the only normal one here. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have any problems like that whatsoever. Yeah, because you stay on
0: the ground and you don't put bad things in your mouth.
1: Except weird sex (laughs) dreams.
0: Oh, my Lord, right.
3: Ross, are we done? Yeah. Yeah, and in closing, I just want to know: Is John going to show up on the things we pulled out of our orifices in 2022 <laughs> when he swallows on a pen cap? I hope not.
1: <laughs> You're just chewing on them, right, John? They're not. Yeah, going... I just chew on
3: them. That's all. All right. Okay. Well,
1: thanks for uh... be careful. Yeah, and thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.